Yowie wowie, happy Tuesday. Welcome back to TLR, the Ludicrous Report. As always, your hosts, Joey and Issa. Issa, I, uh, I, you know I always love you. But uh, how you doing? How's everything going? I've been very sick for the last two days. I'm surprised that I made it to this. But I was like, you know, I'm just going to sit and talk. And I, I was kind of sitting on the couch. I was like, I think I can transfer my remains from the sofa to my streaming chair to do this. Because I look forward to talking to you every week. And I just look forward to kind of like, uh, I don't know, discussing other topics. But of course, you already broke me by starting the show saying, Jowie, wowie. That's, it's been so tough. It's been so tough, the loss of Bray Wyatt on me. Yeah. I know it has been on YouTube, but... It's been like something that I don't think I ever experienced. And I, yeah. I saw a couple of people bring up on social media the, the conversation about grieving for a celebrity or for somebody that you didn't necessarily know. Yeah. And I'd be lying if I told you that I haven't Googled if it's normal the last like couple of days because I'm like, is that normal to feel that way? Like I even cried on stream, which I never ever do i like to think i'm very in control of my emotions yeah i couldn't uh watching that tribute on friday like it completely broke me so yeah. it's it's been it's been a tough week i don't know if that has added up to me getting sick like i don't even know if it's part of it but i i gotta tell you i, I i'm having a hard time yeah i mean we've seen you know tribute shows before uh Death is, you know, is a part of a part of life, and we see it more so than we should. But this one, for some reason, I don't. I'm still trying to figure out why it hit like as if it was someone I knew. I right? uh, yeah, I had. Like, I, I was lucky enough to had an actual interaction with Bray, but nothing out of this world. Yeah. But that is something that completely blew my mind when I was able to finally have an interaction with him because as you know we are lucky enough that we're able to do media and do some things but um when I went to WrestleMania last year in Dallas um he obviously wasn't doing anything media he was doing WrestleCon appearance and he was the one person I went to WrestleCon for and I was like I will pay this money out of pocket to meet Bray and that's when I realized how much I really like I always knew Bray was up there for me as far as favorite especially as you know my love for horror films and yeah. the way that he tried to bring that into wrestling like I always appreciated that but um there's only a handful of people that I will say I'm going to spend this out of pocket money to have that one-on-one -on -one experience in meeting them and yeah. as soon as I saw he was on WrestleCon I was like I have to go and I was able to meet him, and it was funny because I ran around. WrestleCon was huge in Dallas, mm -hmm. and I couldn't find the the room that they had him set up. He wasn't there, so I thought I had missed him. And then I found him somewhere else, and I was like, "Oh my god, I thought I missed you!" And this this guy just like gave me a hug. He was like, "No, I'm right here," and gave me a <laughs> hug. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I already love him." And then we started talking about horror films because at this time is when it was rumored that he was filming. A horror film. Yeah. I, I'm sure you remember reading yeah. the reports. So I was like, listen, I, I love what you do. Like, Bray's one of my favorites. And I was like, but I think you bringing your, your mind to the horror film will be absolutely incredible because horror is also depending on a lot of remakes. Now, like, we went into yeah. this in-depth conversation about horror films. I never met him before. And here we are. And he just took his time to talk to me. He didn't rush. He didn't do anything. We talked for a solid 10 minutes about horror movies. Then he takes a picture. If you look at the picture I posted on my Instagram, you can see yeah, the background. Oh. It's like a random background because he wasn't even in his setup. I'm pretty sure he was done 
like for the day and it was it was an incredible interaction so i did get that interaction with him but um he's my mom's favorite wrestler and i shared yeah. with you guys my mom is a huge wrestling fan to the point that when i got the news she was the first person i went to so she wouldn't find out through socials because of what i do she would expect me to be the one to break those news to her you know mm-hmm. and yeah i think um as far as the grieving process of it i feel like a lot of what i do and a lot of the things like reacting to wrestling and if you tell me somebody that always gave me moments to react to, Bray Wyatt will be a name that will pop up immediately since I started doing reactions on YouTube. Bray Wyatt gave me so many moments that I remember having those moments. And you get because you're a social media guy, you go, oh, God, I got to post this reaction immediately. It's going to go viral. It's going to get numbers because this is what people, people want to see what you felt like when that moment happened. Bray gave us so many of those moments. And I said this on my stream. I I ha- I choke up when I start thinking about the fact that we're never going to get it again. Like, yeah. I watch all of these clips, um, I watch all of these things, and then when I go like, oh my God, we're not getting this entrance again, we're not getting anything from Bray again, that's when I really choke up about the whole thing. It's just, right. I, I put Bray in my top 10 of all time, my top 10 of all yeah. time. I, as you know, I'm a newer fan, so it makes sense for my names to be newer. Yeah. No, but he's I, in mine too. And I've been I, for ever. <laughs> and it's not because of what just happened. He's always been up there for me. Yeah. So it, this freaking sucks. I feel like a big reason why, you know, especially for, for you, and I'm not really going to speak for you, but I'll say for myself, a big reason why I feel like it was just so like, like much worse than others is because he wasn't a guy that we saw every week. He wasn't a character that we... We yearned for him every week. We wanted to see him every week wrestling on every pay-per-view like we've seen before with other guys. And he was a kind of wait-and-see character. He, he, he was not the, the type of character to be in any type of storyline. It had to make sense. So maybe we did see two storylines with him the entire year. You know what I mean? I can't really re- – I can probably say – Throughout his 10-year career in WWE, I could probably name maybe 10 feuds, if that, that he had. And I can name so many things that he did that I just I was a fan of. Were, like everything so he many. did was meaningful. Everything he did was yeah. purpose. And it always left us like wanting more. Where, you know, we watch Monday Night Raw now, and I see so many people like myself too. We're like, all right, we're over this Cammy, the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Judgment Day stuff. Give us new matches. Give us new stuff. With Bray, we didn't get that overload. So it always left us wanting more. And I feel like we were expecting so much for when he was going to return. And the range. Soon. And the range, right? Like when you think about some of yeah. his serious stuff and then like that anyone but you, Roman, the stuff that he did with Randy during the Wyatt family era and during the Fiends era because I'm like, I know a lot of people, I hate it. Go back and watch my reaction. I hated that Randy beat him at that WrestleMania yeah. when he came back as the Fiends. no sense. But the entire feud, like I'll never forget Randy RKOing a freaking Fiend on Flames, which I know being in the Thunderdome really helped the visuals of that match. I personally, like, lost it when they were showing the tribute video and 
and it went into the Firefly Funhouse and I get choked up thinking about it. Yeah. I just love that. I'll never forget the first time that came on the screen. I'm like, what am I watching? Why is Bray acting so happy? And if you look at the first episode, there was no signs of the darkness. No. And there is a video of, of every episode of the Firefly Funhouse until the thing showed up. I, I have it. Yeah, I have it downloaded on my YouTube downloads because the progression and the character development, again, as a horror film fan, you start seeing all of these signs, all of these things that this is not what you think it is. Yeah. And to me, it felt so new, so different, so Fresh. refreshing. And I love Eater Worlds. I, I like this last version of him because we got Bray came out and spoke as Wyndham to us, which we had never seen before. He was always behind some kind of gimmick or character, but yeah. I will never forget Firefly Funhouse, Fiend, Grey. I think for me, that was my favorite. It was like in my time of watching wrestling, that is one time that I have felt like, what am I seeing and why have I never seen anything like this before? Yeah. In a show that never stops. It's on 52 weeks out of the year for as long as we have seen wrestling. To get that one thing that you go, I never seen anything like this before. It's genius. Yeah. It's genius. So I have so much respect. I'm telling you, as soon as he's, yeah. as soon as that tribute said, well, good to the fireflies, I just started bawling. And I was like, well, I guess I found my, my Bray Wyatt weakness. And I had so yeah. many reactions to the Firefly Funhouse. I look forward to it every week. I, I was kind of mad when they stopped like doing episodes. I was yeah. mad when people got back. They remember when Seth Rollins broke into the Firefly Funhouse. I was like, he's not supposed to know where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's supposed to know where he's at. Like, I wanted to be this this fantasy play that nobody could get to but Bray, you know, or the people that he let in. Anyways, it's just like, I do think that there needs to be more conversations about grieving and how we deal with it and how this is normal because you do have a handful of people that go like, why are you grieving for some wrestler? You know, and it's just like, it's it's not just that, it's the impact. I, I don't remember who tweeted it and I wish I could, but somebody says, hey, that goes to reflect their art and how their art or this craft connected with you when you grieve somebody that you feel like you didn't know and you don't feel right, right. that you're crying over it. It's like, mm, I, I, I don't know if it's right or not, but I, I, I'm having a really hard time. And it's like, I almost to the point where I can't even watch the stuff because I get emotional. I'm like, yeah. some people say, go watch some of his matches, some of his great moments. And I'm like, I can't even see pictures. Without yeah. crying right now, <laughs> like I don't, I don't think I'm ready for that trip down memory lane quite yet. Yeah. Joseph said in the chat that uh, he helped Alexa ex- ex- explore more different sides of her character, obviously during the pandemic, and he did that with everybody. If you look at all his opponents, whether it was Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, uh, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, these are all characters, The Miz, who were forced to bring a different side of them out during their time with the fiend or bray wyatt or the eater of worlds they were forced to deepen their character work because of him he made everyone better opposed you know the hell in a cell match with seth it's questionable still but yeah but that's nothing we got a different version of seth because of it yeah, and that's and nothing way to better. do with them. They really don't make the decision over who goes over and how we're going to end exactly. it. Like, a lot of times people forget. It's like, if you're an actor in Hollywood, you get given a script. The script could be crap, but your jo- yep. your job is to act what that script says, you yep. know? And 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 I think that I, I personally wanted The Fiend, when I first saw it, to be going after people that wronged the old Bray. I yep. thought that, like, forget titles. 
like find the people like John Cena, Roman Reigns, the people that Bray lost yeah. major feuds to, and have the Fiend avenge that. Yeah, and that's right. the story yeah. that I wanted them to tell with the Fiend. Um, but at the same time, WWE is a business, and a lot of times they see these titles as hate to say it, but props. And that sometimes the prop has to go on the person that's the most over. The Fiend was selling merchandise like we never seen before. Yeah. Like these mystery boxes, the Firefly Fun box that they did, like winning like 15 minutes. So I can see why somebody will get greedy and say, oh my God, we got to put him on top. We got to put the main championship on him. When I personally thought that The Fiend should have not been someone that we saw as often as we saw him. I thought yeah. Firefly Bray should have been there more and The Fiend more protected. And I also never thought that he needed... Look at The Undertaker, how successful he was. He was barely ever involved in a in a world title picture. He didn't need it, you know? But I'm yeah. not going to sit here and talk about what could have been. Like, I smile because it happened. I exactly. do, but I'm selfish and I'm mad that I'm not going to get it anymore. And, um, you know, I know we get a lot of our news for this show from TMC, but I was so upset to see that TMC report. I was like, I just didn't need to see this too soon. And I know this information was in the police report, but that police report, like, nobody's going out of their way to go read. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, I didn't need all of this info thrown at me this soon after the incident, but they got to yeah. do what they got to do for their clicks. Of course. But, uh, You know, I did see that uh, Sean, Sean Ross Sapp reported that uh, Tony Khan's going to be letting uh, AW talent Classy. miss the shows to go to to be a part of his various services and memorial, whatever they're going to do. I hope that's all kept private. I don't think that should be out in the open, uh, his funeral services and whatnot. But uh, going to like our pop culture news, shout out to AW. You posted a tweet today that I really love. I say, hey, we're no longer a niche. Wrestling is mainstream, mainstream. now with a picture of Wembley, you know, full of people and, and WrestleMania. I do think that wrestling is getting a lot more bigger than it, it feels like the old days. Like more people are more familiar with it. More people yep. want to talk about it with you. Like, and, and it's crazy where we're at. And, you know, I bring that up because. Shout out to AEW. I don't know that I'm not going to get into that. I don't know that 81,000 number is exactly accurate. Yeah. But what they did was historic. It was a beautiful, it was a beautiful visual, greatly yeah. produced show, and all in. The better wrestling does, the better people like you and I do. So shout out Thank to you. AEW. Yep. And no matter the drama surrounding it, we uh, will focus on the wrestling. That's the main thing. Not who's uh, drama. the wrestling that's done in the ring, not the choking that's done backstage, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I just, I, but you know, I know we've been going off about Bray, and you know, as wrestling content creators, I think we're we're allowed to have that moment where we can kind of talk about him. But honestly, it was a slow news week when it came to pop culture. I was I yeah. was like struggling to find topics for this yeah. week. Um, funny, not funny story, but, uh, I was getting ready to go out on Thursday night. I had, I planned with some friends and you texted me and that's how I found out about Bray. I didn't realize. Oh, I thought you knew. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I and found out through a text myself. I was live on a, I, I, I figured was I'd tell you that because it was special. It, it was, it was like, you'll never like, it's one of those yeah, things you you'll never, never forget. forget that moment and i was like what because you didn't yeah. say much you just said you said something that was off and i was like 
What? I think I said Bray with a broken heart. I'm assuming yeah. you automatically went and looked up what it was. I dropped everything I was doing and I was just like, what's going on? And I went, I still went out that night. I debated canceling my plan. I talked about this on the stream I did when I got mm-hmm. home that night. And I was, it, it was very weird. And I had an experience with a fan that I met out and it was the weirdest thing. I, I'll tell it quickly. But um, I was walking in, in the city. We're walking back like to a different part of the city. And I saw the, 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 his, new, with the, with the, his new logo on a shirt from like a mile away. And I was like, that's a Bray Wyatt shirt. And as we got closer, I said, that's a beautiful shirt. And the guy just like broke down crying. And we had like a moment where like we didn't know each other, but we understood like the meaning, the significance of it. And everyone's looking at us like, what is happening? They don't know each other. And we like embraced each other for a moment. And it was just like, that's what Bray did. He had that ability to connect people to follow the buzzards. That's that's really what it was. And I shared this on my stream as well. It's it's beautiful that you bring that up because you got to share a moment with a stranger over him. And what I was telling people is like, I just told you I put him on my top 10, maybe even top five favorites of all time. And I just told you that he's my mom's favorite wrestler. My mom is 60 something years old. And I seen little kids at show dressed up as little fiends. And it's like the the range that he had to connect with everyone. (laughs) Yeah, the the range to connect with everyone of all ages. And I'm very glad that not only that I have iCloud, but that when I did get it, I recorded it. I was in love with the Firefly entrance. And every time that I got it, I stood there and just like went on a circle recording what was around me. And I have it from AT&T Stadium and I have it from Orlando. And I'm like, I'm I'm so glad that I recorded it. I got it from a house show in MSG when he came out as champion. Yeah. So I, I, I'm like, man, like I, you don't realize how much you really love this person until you're That's taking cool. that trip down memory lane and you... And you see on your phone that every single time you had an opportunity for me, every single time I had an opportunity to see him live, I recorded that entrance. Like every single time I have like 30 Bray Wyatt entrances on my yeah. phone. And I'm like, uh, and, and again, not to sound selfish, but I'm like, every time I think like, damn, I'm never going to get that again. But they did such a good job with the tributes. Oh, man. And the one thing that he has is so many things to connect to his character. You have the shares, you had the lantern, you had the, the fireflies. And there's so many things that, that, to pay like they did the lantern at the end of smackdown and then they yeah. did the chair on raw yesterday yeah. it's just it's just beautiful also house of black coming out with the lantern at all in got me my yeah. feelings FTR like, with the, with the yeah yeah, it yeah was nice to see the wrestling world even impact wrestling they did a 10 bell yeah. salute at the beginning of their of their pay-per-view this weekend in reference bray wyatt and terry funk i think nwa put out something like it was just such a nice embrace to see the whole community come together. I don't, I, I don't, when was the last time we saw that? I, I, I can't remember. I think maybe for Jay Briscoe, it felt like, because they even acknowledge it. I remember when the Jay thing happened, I was actually yes. live. Um, I like that. Oh my God. Yeah. What said, when Seth came out and said, Yowie Wowie, I got all theory eye again. Like, um, I didn't even realize the side plate until later. Yeah, I saw it on social media. I didn't see it when he was out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the Jay Briscoe thing was acknowledged by pretty much every company. Yeah. But I don't know, it just this just feels different and yeah. I get it. But uh 
let's jump into some topics here um, because I'm sure we could talk about Bray Wyatt all day long because that's just the the legacy he had. And uh, there's, there's just so much about him, about Wyndham, and about his career that will will he he honestly it's I know it's cliche to say, but he truly will he'll live on forever. I think that he is etched in in time forever. There's no yeah. way anytime the lights go out and for anybody's entrance and the the fireflies come out with their phones, that will always be like a sign that he's there. Like regardless if it's Seth's entrance or what we saw with Sting's entrance at AEW, that that will always be a thing now that that's Bray Wyatt's thing. It's it's yeah. it's forever. Like like it he is. said he was. But um, shout out to Ricky in the chat because he's absolutely right. I don't know why I keep getting caught with this bad news while I'm live. I was live, but Jay Briscoe happened on Tuesday night on a normal like NXT uh, stream. Yeah, it was and I was NXT. doing yeah, and I I'll never forget. I was live and somebody put it in the chat. When they put it in the chat, people, it hasn't been confirmed yet. People were saying it. I don't know if you remember when the Jay Briscoe thing happened, but people yeah. that were murmurous about it, but then Tony Khan tweeted it. And I remember somebody put in my chat, like, why are people saying that just happened to Jay? And I remember yelling at that person, like, please don't speculate that kind of crap on my yeah. chat. And then I opened Twitter, and that's exactly when Tony Khan tweeted it. And for Bray Wyatt, I was the, the guy was literally going off the air. Somebody sent me the screen recording. And you see me look down on my phone and I got a text and like my face, I lost all color on my face because he said, well, he sent me the screenshot and I'm automatically the screenshot of Triple H tweet. And that's a, where were you? I thought it was a hoax. And I was like, don't send me this kind of, so I didn't say that because the person that sent it to me is also somebody that I really trust. I was like, I'll go to Twitter and I'll open Triple H's tweet you know, Twitter on my own. Yeah. And that's how I found out. And he's going off the air in my face. And it was a fun show. Like we were having a good time, but my face as we go off the air, it's like me pale going. <laughs> Did <laughs> like, you see it, the clip of uh, Booker T finding out live on the air? Yeah. Just sad. Sad stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some topics. Let's line up the mood. Let's do this. Let's do it. Um, the first one for today is kind of a follow-up of uh what we talked about in previous weeks, um, hold on here, I'm just writing it down. Um, it's the uh, lady on the airplane. Mm, Tiffany. I have, yeah, Tiffany. <laughs> if that's even her real name. If that is your real name. <laughs> uh, she's back at the airport. She's antsy, and people are asking her, What did you actually see on the plane? You know, I didn't she doesn't remember. It. She was drunk. Yeah, I don't remember it. I, I don't. I don't remember exactly what she what she said that she saw. If if she even said that, but this lady forever will never be able to fly again and not be badgered by people. <laughs> Wait, you think people are like you know what? Maybe I have issues because I never pay attention to. I okay. I don't want to sound that way because I'm not that way. I pay attention to my surroundings, like, for yeah. danger, right? But, like, for people around me, bro, like, there, there's so many famous people that could walk by me and I wouldn't even, like, oh, notice. Oh, like, do you I really like think that people on. are gonna... Yeah, you really think... Maybe it's a New York thing, right? But do you yeah. really think that people are gonna be like... And if I'm at the airport and you stop me and be like, oh my god, there's that lady, I'll be like, why, why are you stopping me for this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
I mean, so people, people recognized her this time around and they were like, I saw somebody her. like walk up to her and took a video asking her, what did you see? Yeah. She did, she don't, you never got like airport drunk is the worst kind of drunk because the majority of the time you're getting drunk because you're delayed. I don't like to drink. I, I don't like to drink at the airport. I'll start with yeah. that. I don't like to drink at the airport. I don't like to drink when I'm traveling. When I'm at my final destination and I, I checked in and I'm all settled in, Joey knows. I'll call you and be like, let's go to most spaghetti and drinking, right? But I'm already in. I never understood. This is exactly why I never understood why people make that choice to like yeah. just sit at an airport and get wasted where it's like, you're about to get on a plane. You don't know where you're going. Like, like I, I just, I just. I'm very anal about situations that you can't control. You're cautious. Just feel, yeah, like, because why would you do that? Like, it just sounds like such a bad idea. And like, don't to the you point know? where you're, you're thinking you're seeing things. Yeah, like, and also, like, don't you got to get up to go pee like a million times when you drink? Why, why would you want to do that on an airplane bathroom? You know what I mean? Like, I don't even eat before. I, I'm not using that nasty little bathroom like that. Ew, I don't even fit in there in my high heels. Let's keep it real. Clip it. <laughs> no, she. Uh, I don't. I, I don't even know. Like, they say she was drunk, but I don't believe it. I think she was on drugs. You don't. Get, they saw a lot of people you hallucinate when you're drinking. Do you? It depends on what you're drinking. George. She was hallucinating. She was like, "You're not real. He's not real. Like, who? What?" <laughs> But she what wasn't hallucinating. He, she wasn't, I guess, hallucinating. Isn't the def- definition of hallucinating seeing something that's not there? Yeah. They were there. So, he went, I, I don't know. Because, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know what? Do you, do you get worried about some, what is it, like the, the government, like, Lamenting Black deleting her memory because didn't we just found out that aliens are real? Which, by the way, nobody did anything about it. Like, somebody literally came out and confessed aliens are a thing, and we all just kept going with our lives, like, yeah, we know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like, do you not worry about it? What did she really do? Okay, like, maybe it's because I love a good conspiracy theory, but what if she did see something that she should have not seen? And the government just like, what took her so long to come clean? Where was she this whole time? Like, is she really? Who she said she is. Yeah. I'm done. I don't trust this Tiffany lady. No. And if you if you look no. at her in, in the article, she looks different than what she looked like on, on the plane. Of course. Beer yeah. goggles. <laughs> yeah. But uh I don't know. I'm not uh No, I just I don't get it. I don't get it. But well, she's back on a plane. Yeah, she's back on a plane. Let me ask you, if that happened to you, right? How long would it take you to go back on a plane? First of all, that wouldn't happen to me because I'm a smart individual, Joey. But <laughs> I mean, it depends, right? It depends on what people do for a living. Right now, I live on an island. So to go see my friends that are on the mainland, I cannot need a plane. <laughs> yeah. you, you're <laughs> in paradise right now. You don't need anything. Right, Why right. would you but need? At the same time, it's like, if I'm, like, scoring off that I don't want to get on a plane, it would also be very easy for me to say, Joey, you come see me. Because who's going to yeah. say no to where I live? Nobody, yeah. you know? So You want to come see, like, dirty streets and rats? Or you want to come see palm trees and beautiful water? Right. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it depends. A lot of times we do need to get on these planes, right? Like, and, and that's just a part of everyday life. It, 
I don't know, she was in the state. You can kind of drive everywhere too if you really were that scared, which is why, again, I feel like they erase her memory. I think they men in black her ass. Yeah. I think that uh, they paid her some good money just to keep quiet for whatever she saw. <laughs> Damn, me faking a break. I'm going to fake a freak out on the next flight <laughs> now just to see if I get some bank from it. Yeah. <laughs> she saw like a hologram of something from the government. And she's like, you're not real. And no one knows what you're, she's talking about. And the government pulled her aside. and like, listen, we'll give you like, we'll give you some money. Just say you were drunk and whatever. I heard the description of what the men, like what the real men in black look like. I said, I saw one in the plane. They have like no eyebrows. I read. I, I need yeah. to stop watching this. I go late night YouTube rabbit hole sometimes, you know. I get it. I get it. Um, but there is a topic that I do want to talk about here. Uh, that really I find to be interesting because I saw the TikTok about it and then I saw the article after and I was like, oh, I actually know what this article and what the situation is because I saw the TikTok. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with what happened, but this uh, Adele fan yeah. has gone viral. I saw the TikTok um, too. It says Adele Vegas fan, sorry, not sorry for standing. You... You could have too. Right. So it's a I, concert. Why were they all sitting there like it's a freaking movie theater? Yeah. I I, I, I like this topic because it's a good debate topic. Um I've never been to an Adele concert. I don't know what the vibe is of an Adele concert. I could never. But I don't sit at concerts. No, but did you see sitting, it kind of makes it seem like you're not enjoying the music. Yeah, but you see, yeah, the whole vibe is just people are sitting there like they're at an opera house. That's what yeah. it feels like. Like you're watching the ballet. That's what that the vibes that it was yeah. giving me. And this guy was standing and enjoying himself. And uh, he was so cute. He, was he wasn't so cute. being he wasn't being like rowdy or a nuisance. He was standing just doing his thing. And security kept coming. He was excited. Him. Yeah. You could tell he was an Adele hardcore fan. Security kept coming up to him to tell him to sit down. Other fans from behind were like, you're standing, we, you know, complaining to him, like ruining his experience. Um, and Adele and eventually said, like, I've seen you guys the entire night basically badgering this guy. Why don't, you know, he's he paid money to be here. Let him enjoy himself. He's not, bob- you know, he's not like bothering hitting people. Like, let him. You should be doing what he's doing at a, at the concert. She wants our fans to enjoy themselves. Uh, so my question to you is, uh, which person are you? Are you the one standing or are you the one sitting behind? <laughs> I, I, I'm the one watching the TikTok because I wouldn't go to an Adele concert. Me but... I'd, I'd be with you. We'd be like, what is this? What are we watching here? <laughs> but um, if I'm at a concert, I'm there to have fun. And yeah. I get that Adele's music is a little more uh, let's, like let's go to sleep kind of thing, but um... <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Like, she has a beautiful voice. I think on, I have one of. Come on, guys, we're going to sleep. Have... Okay, let's do Adele. Yeah. So here's one thing that I will say. Yeah. If you watch the TikTok, I told you the vibes were like I would have been like you want to bounce like, like all bounce. Old people like in a ballet. But, but when the security approaches him, it looks like there's like a walkway right next to him. Yeah. So there is one thing that I will say is if I want to have my own fun and I'm in my own little world, I will stand to the side. Yes. So that way I'm standing in the walkway 
and maybe people that are walking by need to tell me to move, but I'm not blocking people's views. Agreed. Because, for example, like if I was to take my mom to an event right now, she can't be getting up and sitting down, getting up and sitting down, right? So it would kind of, it would kind of piss me off if somebody's blocking her view. So you yeah. also have to be a little bit considerate of what's going on around you because not yeah. everybody's my mom, and my mom would also never go to an adult concert. I agree. 100%. Anyways, but regardless, I paid the money. Those look like very good seats. I mean, Adele saw him. That's how close he was sitting to the stage. So, you know, this is top tier. Yeah, this is top tier tickets. He paid top tier money. And I feel like everybody enjoyed these experiences one way or another. And it's like, if you put me in a Bad Bunny concert, that's how I'm going to act. There's videos. There is video. I will never release them. There's videos of me at a Bad Bunny concert. Trust me, that kid was behaving <laughs> compared to how some of us act. <laughs> that concert so yeah. i'm on the kid's side and, and and i'm glad that she called it out i'm glad that she called it out we see a lot of weird her on stage yeah there's a lot of weird things going on lately in concerts like every time that we talked about it it seems to be somebody throwing something at someone like uh or or what was that that weird lady i can't even remember her name the irrelevant lady that yelled the fans for taking the picture yeah. like so i'm glad that we're reporting somebody like just standing up for her fan and she kept telling security leave him alone he's here to have fun everybody's gonna enjoy the experience differently and we don't know what people went through we don't know how hard he had to work to get these tickets we don't know anything we don't know what we were just talking about the connection that you might have to a celebrity or to somebody famous like we don't know any of that I don't think he was bothering anyone. The only thing that I will say is that it looked like there was space for him to stand a little more to the side so he wouldn't be blocking anybody's distance. But outside of that, I don't think he's in the wrong. I don't think, I think security was in the wrong. It seemed like there were, if you watch the video, they were like on him, like yeah. annoyingly. Like like he was doing something bad. I've been to concerts before where, I'm not going to lie, uh, it's a concert where I'm just, I'm bopping, I'm hanging out, and someone in front of me is just like, their hands are up and they're loud and they're rowdy. And I'm just like, chill the hell out. Like I didn't, I'm not going to say it, but I'm thinking to myself, like I'm trying to watch this and you're like, you're doing, you're doing the choreography in front of me. Like you're, you're part doing of the, the most. You're me at an like, in concert. If like I think reunite, I know all the dance movement. I'm ready to go. Okay. <laughs> it was just like, it was just like too much. And sometimes I'm like, I have to think like, you know, they're paying for the experience too. So like, it is what it is. I'm just being, I'm being Grandpa Joe, you know, just like, why are you bothering my space? Get out of my body. Like, like, but sometimes I'm just like, dude, like, like look at you. I'm changing you... your name on my phone to Grandpa Joe. <laughs> get off my lawn. Like, get out of my space. Like, you know, I really grind my gears. <laughs> Them kids that get off at the concert. <laughs> like, why are you doing the choreography? Like, this is the first time they're doing the concert. How do you know the choreography? Where do you, are you like a part? I don't understand. Like, are you a plant? Because if you're a plant, then I should be getting a discount on my tickets. <laughs> oh my God. I just no. think everybody has that one artist that, and again, you don't know. What if yeah. this kid never had an opportunity to see his favorite life before? There's so many Thanks. factors that could be, but yeah, you also have to think of the factors of the people sitting behind you and all that. But yeah. I will say, when I'm watching the TikTok, I was like, man, the vibes in that concert just look boring. So yeah. sorry, the one person was actually having fun. Yeah, it felt very Broadway. But not even. I've been to Broadway plays, and they're a lot more lively than the way that that looked. I don't know. Every time I've seen an Adele show like on TikTok, it looks like 
I'm watching the like an award show. Like everyone's like dressed up like like in ball gowns and and tuxedos, and they're all just yeah. like. I I've been loving like as much as I don't like you guys know like like I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fans but like between her and Beyonce and the fans like really going all out in what they're wearing yeah. and they're there to have fun and like I think I have been enjoying like watching people like oh my Eras tour fit or like my Beyonce fit because people are just there to have fun yeah. you don't get that vibe from an Adele concert and it's just like I don't know I I just wouldn't pay that much money it feels like therapy it feels like you're going to therapy yeah. I love this comment. Rolling in the deep gets my hips moving. Oh, yeah, baby. I love we it, baby. <laughs> we could have had it all, baby. Eyes. <laughs> Never mind. She'll find someone new, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, you know, you know what I like about, you mentioned Taylor Swift, the Swifties, right? That's that's the group name. Please don't say that again out loud. That's what they call themselves. Uh, the. Uh, Are you a Swiftie, Joey? I'm not. Okay, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Swifter right out of the way with the broom. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad. That was a bad joke. Um, they do some crazy things. Like they like give each other stuff. Have you heard about that? Yeah, they have some Dave, kind of friendship bracelet. Yeah, Dave Port. It's it's like a like a worshiping type. No I'm kidding. It's a, <laughs> um, you know Dave Portnoy, owner of Barstool. Uh, yeah. he's a, he's he's a big Taylor Swift fan, and oh god. He uh he like oh, is, follows like, he, immediately. He, he is loud and proud about it. Like he talks about it publicly. Like he, if he's like a twelve year old girl, it's crazy. It's actually comical. And he made like a comical death- or concerning. <laughs> yes, what you said. <laughs> he made a jacket and went to the concert at MetLife, and he passed the jacket down to different members of the Taylor Swift gang, Swifties, whatever they are. And this jacket has been to like 20 states. Like it's because they pass it from each other. And he's making like a like a a series on TikTok, like following the jacket. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. That's and actually like, kind of cool. Would you be a part of that if wrestling fans did something like that? Yeah. Like some sort of like embracing each other, passing it along. To- I'm, I'm not hugging not, nobody. No, no, no. Okay. I'm not touching. <laughs> stay five feet away. <laughs> Bro, the way I jump, I was like, "Wait, you said embracing disregard?" <laughs> I'm no, not like, in. No, but I love, I love that idea. I actually yeah. really, really love that idea. We wrestling fans should start doing things like that, like pass along something and just like see where it goes. Like bring I a mean, la- bring a lantern to a show and just pass it to somebody who you think needs some light in their life and just keep passing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's a break. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Some something like cool. that. But, yeah, uh, or a uh, John Cena. Not a headband. <laughs> Man, every time I think about the John Cena headband, every time I think about the John Cena headband, I'm sorry. All I can think about is that era of AJ Styles, the face that that runs the place where he like put the headband across his. One, two, three. Beat up John Cena. <laughs> oh my God, that was the best era. Hey, he needs those back now. Cena needs some money, apparently, so we could get it again. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna give John Cena credit here because there's a writer's strike and production is on hold, and he can. He needs money, home. and he and now he wants to come back to us. Now, 
now that he has nothing else to do. He went yeah, where, to, he was like, Dwayne? wow, the agenda is fully empty. Let me go back to these marks and take their money again. Because everybody's buying the shirt now. Dwayne least, is not here. Guess what? He's not trying to get more money. He already has enough. Yeah. I'm not giving him credit for nothing. <laughs> you don't like you don't like John? No. I mean I think he's a great person and human being. And I know my nephew grew up idolizing him and my nephew has turned out to be quite a great young man at this point so he had a great idol but hey, I, idol- I idolized John Cena as little I used to wear the jorts I used to uh oh my god my nephew used to thing. cosplay him my, my nephew would go fully dressed as John Cena to places and I was like why are you with me when, when he got me back into wrestling like that's what he wanted me to like watch I'll never forget because he was still like 14 I think and he was like we would watch, right? And I watched the pay-per-views and I would tell him who I liked. And he's like, no, 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 that's not who you're supposed to like. When I first like fell in love with Seth Rollins and the Shield, he was like, no, no, no. Like, those are no you're supposed to like. But we watched the Real Rumble together. We finished watching 2015. We finished watching that Triple Thread. And I was like rooting for Brock and then rooting for Seth, but never for Cena. He's like, he's like, and then when we went to WrestleMania in Orlando, I have the picture. He's wearing the, um, the Seth Rollins hat, and I was like, man, I'm a good influence. I'm trying to get him out of that. But John Cena would always be his favorite. I actually yeah. did the the book thing where he was sending, like, the personalized video yeah. messages. Like, I did that I just did, I did Cena. that too. I did it, and, C- and he was on deployment. So oh, Cena yeah. sent him the video, and I, you know, posted it for him. It, like, his comment was like, why do I feel like I'm a five-year-old right now? <laughs> and I, lo- I love that. I love that. Yeah. So I think as a human being, he's great. But as a wrestler, not in my top 10. Sorry, not sorry. My top 10. My yeah. top. Like, keep that in mind. If you tell me to make a who are the greatest, like, that's not my opinion, just based on numbers and what we know, of course I will put him there. Sure. But my personal, no, he's not there. No, I get it. I get that. That makes sense. He, uh, he's He's probably in my top 10 just because of, the era that I grew up, like my my biggest time as a wrestling fan was probably 2005 to 2009. Those were like my teenage years, like before I started driving. So that was all, everything was John Cena. So that was like, you know. Look, if, if it wasn't because of John Cena, I wouldn't be creating wrestling content because I remember yeah. when I first moved to New York, I told my nephew, hey, as soon as I'm settled in, I'm going to take you to a show because obviously they never went to Puerto Rico and yeah. then he moved from Puerto Rico to Charlotte, which they barely ever go to Charlotte yeah. and obviously based on what we know about wrestling crowds, because I wasn't attending wrestling shows at that time, yeah. I was like, I'll take you to a show and then I took him to a show at Barclays. It was the first taped episode of Raw in Barclays ever. That's yeah. when I took him and I'll never forget <laughs> Because I wasn't watching wrestling. By the way, this actually really does exist. He gave me one of his wrestling teachers. So my first show, I'm all decked out in John Cena gear. Fun fact. Because I didn't have anything to wear. So he's like, oh, wear this. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. like, and, and I fell in love with wrestling. That night, the atmosphere and the energy in the building. I was like, my God, I love this. I could just go to a show forever. And that's how I like really got back into it. So, uh, yeah, that is actually quite accurate, Jared. Thank you. I was going to say, Jared knows he's a top 10. Number 10, Roman Reigns. Number 9, Roman Reigns. <laughs> Come on. I love it. I love it. <laughs> this next topic, I think, is uh, probably my favorite of the whole show. 
Um, okay. Unfortunately, we lost Bob Barker this week. Um, another, uh, you know, we saw three tributes on Raw this week. Like, I don't think we've ever seen that many in one show. Like, it's been, they say death comes in threes. Comes in threes. And, uh, you know, this is this is the, the, car, the, the cars we've been dealt, but Bob Barker passes away at 99 years old. Um, and it says he watched two and a half men in his final days, and the bulk of his estate is to be donated to 40 plus nonprofits. And I don't know if you had a chance to read a, the article at all um, as to where he donated these two, but I thought that you would really, really love it. Um, let me read you a lot of the article here. Um, said that he spent uh, quite a bit of time checking out the tube in his last days of life, uh, YouTube. He watched reruns of Two and a Half Men, um, and he really had you know a good sense of humor along you know his last uh, his last days. And he said that uh, they said that, that Bob's estate, in the wake of his passing, we're told the majority of it will be divided uh, up and donated to a number of causes that he was passionate about. Um, especially as it pertains to animals and vets. Uh, yes, his, King! His assets will be divided, dispersed among 40 different animal rights organizations and military nonprofits, uh, including the Donkey Land Rescue in Riverside, California, Sea Shepherd uh, Conservation Society. Uh, there's a bird conservatory that he'll be, that we go into. So, um, United that makes activists. me the happiest. That makes United me the activists for animal rights charity. Uh, just overall, all going to animals, and I thought that that was such a good topic to talk about today. And because we, we we're animal people, and you know, screw people. Animals are better. <laughs> Agreed. One thousand percent agree. That makes me the happiest. He seemed like that kind of guy, you know. Yeah. Um. Excuse me. So yeah, that 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 excites me. I think that a lot of times, I don't know. Sometimes like the animal like charities just get forgotten about, and I wish that more people would just do something for them. So I'm super. That makes me very happy. That warms my heart. Yeah, I, I thought that in the wake of bad news, that would be that'd be uh, a positive a positive point. But um, I don't know how much money he has or what his his worth was, or it didn't say anything like that. But um, dispersed among 40 different you know like i don't even know if he had kids or not i don't even know it says he had a girlfriend um but i mean man like what a way to go out you are one of the most iconic game show hosts of all time according to google his net worth was around 70 million dollars wow wow good for him lived a full life till 99 years old Got to be a part of WWE. Got to do just he did everything. Yeah, he did. He did everything, and uh, yeah, he, did. he he went out like a, like a champ. And uh, I just and all was, these animal babies are gonna uh, be happy. Yep. Uh, so it looks like you know, looks like it, they're all going to to good causes. Um, but let's let's dive into. Um, what I like to call like the main event of our show. Yes. I don't even know how to like, I, I titled the show today. Kanye West lets it all hang out. 
Did you see the article? Yeah, I have it pulled up right now. Kanye's whole ass was hanging out, basically. I'll say it. Holy, <laughs> holy Jesus. Can, it says, Yeezy, can't you feel the breezy? <laughs> That's the title of the article. Did you see the picture of them in the boat? Because doesn't it give you... Don't you think that something was going down? And maybe that's why the pants were pulled down. I'm just did, saying. Did you see the picture of the boat next to him with their phones out? Yeah. The- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody taking a picture of Kanye's freaking crack. I got no words. I, I mean, I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> the cover it up, Kanye. <laughs> Like, you know, it wasn't even like the plumber crack, you know, the, the stereotype I, of plumbers. I know why he did it. It was Kelly. his whole ass. Like uh, everything was out. I know why he did it. Out on purpose. I know why he did it. People in, in Italy were complaining about his wife wearing these nude outfits that they didn't like. Kanye was like, I'll show you what sensory should really look like so that you guys leave my wife alone about her outfits. Listen, I know Kanye is all for setting fashion trends, but nudity and no underwear or anything is not the way. What did they were getting it on in the boat? There is a man standing right next to him on the phone as if like... Somebody's got to tape it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what it was. I th- honestly, his his okay. pants were probably sagging. I like he, my theory. He, he bent down and just man, that's a whole lot of ass to have out <laughs> and not realize that your ass is out. It had to be breezy over there, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I mean, you're on the water in Italy. It looks like it could be a little. I don't know. Everyone's in t-shirts. It's not chilly. No, because he's wearing like all of these. Clothes, so I would assume that you felt the difference. Like if you're like wearing a short, tiny skirt, a tank top to where you're like almost naked, right? Like I'll give you an example, like a girl's summer clothes to go to the beach. And yeah. I think you feel the difference, but he's fully dressed, so I would assume that he feels breezy on your behind. You're gonna realize that something is going on because he's got like a cold coat. Yeah, he. I don't know. I I just. I prefer this. I, f- I prefer him to be in the news for this than the other stuff. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> At least he's not talking, you know? Like, he... <laughs> I am with you on that. That's a good take. I'm with you on that because it's true. But, man, like, there were just some things I didn't have to see on the internet. This is one. Yeah, of maybe he was wearing his wife's see through pants, like baby I said. That's what she was wearing last week, remember? Like, you could kind yeah. of see through them, and the neighbors were mad about it. Maybe he was wearing the same thing. Yeah. Nah, nah, that ass was out. Maybe you're right, because it says here in New York, we've seen an awful lot of Kanye West's wife, Bianca Sensori, during their Italian trip, thanks to her rather revealing outfits. But now, Kanye is the one showing serious skin. Told you. <laughs> Things got cheeky. Yay and Sensori continued their tour of the country Monday, this time making a stop in Venice. The two hopped on a water taxi, and that's when things got cheeky. 
as Kanye's entire backside was exposed as he tried to sit near the back of the vessel. I feel like I'm reading a, like a children's book. Same. Same. I was going to say, like, how do you explain writing this article to, like, what do you do for a living? But then I remember we covered wrestling and we've probably written yeah. worse things than this. <laughs> Listen, it, it could always be like, you know, wrestlers choking each other out for saying things about nonsense on TV. It could be like, it could be like, you know, like anything is possible. Man, you really, you really mad at CM Punk, aren't you? I can see him drunk. Absolutely. I can sense the tension. You know what's sad? I kind of pop when Jungle Boy did what he did. Oh, the I loved it. I, I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a rig. Like I didn't think it was gonna turn into this. When he looked at the camera, he was like real glass. I was like, okay. river. I was like, yo, Jungle Boy got some balls on him. I didn't realize. Oh no, man, he, we talking about yeah. Jungle Man. I was like, I didn't realize he was that ballsy. And then, like, come to find out, apparently that pissed somebody off backstage. But I personally, I don't like it here. I don't like it. Who says that? Like I say, I hate I like it here it. all the time. I when I read that, I was like, I'm never gonna say I hate it here ever again because I didn't realize how crybaby you sound. He said, "This guy walks around claiming he's the real world's champion. Meanwhile, the real world's champion made event at the pay per view. He opened." But you know what's sad? Like, I don't understand. And maybe Tony. He did like, that in WWE too. He held. No, a I get. Replica. Yeah, yeah. I, and maybe Tony Khan like has too much money invested or maybe Tony Khan is too big of a fan but like drama aside let's say the drama never happened nobody is talking about CM Punk versus Samoa Joe which sucks for Samoa Joe but that match was blah compared to everything else we saw in the pay-per-view like when I'm thinking about if you tell me like all in thoughts like I will go immediately into a lot of other things before I remember Young Bucks is my first my first, my first thought is Soraya's entrance. I don't care what anybody oh. When she came out with the family, I was like, that's beautiful. I love um, it. Yeah, I, I would a match, though? Are you kidding me? Eight, the stadium stampede. Like like, yeah, stadium stampede I thought was a lot of fun. Um, FDR and the Young Bucks. Like, there's so many other things that I would name before I go, oh, yeah, CM Punk and Samoa Joe were in the pay-per-view, too. You know what I mean? And yeah. I hated that match because Samoa Joe kind of dominated the entire time. And then he just, like, on the first try, he he just didn't kick out. Yeah, I and don't he, think the match made any win. sense. But the whole point I'm trying to make is that yeah. he wasn't needed. The pay-per-view has sold, like, 40,000 tickets as soon as it was announced without... CM Punk wasn't back yet, right? No. We didn't know the car. So do you really need him? You don't. Like, the fact that you just had your biggest night and the first thing you had to say at the press conference is like, yeah, I just want to make sure that you know that an altercation happened and I can talk about it. He's yeah. like, bro, you've been there, done this. But I also feel like maybe they're a little over him, this news that that, that he's obviously he leaking. Train. I don't care what anybody has to say. He's obviously leaking this news at this point because there's so many exact details. that he's like, how is, how is Nick Houseman going to find out that a text bounced back on his phone if he's not him telling? You know, I'm, I'm just saying. Anyways, um... Yeah, like it's like they didn't even greet him, like they didn't even have... and then it was like, Oh, cry me a fucking river. You have to find him. Like, why did you take the train? Did you not have money for an Uber? Aren't you a million? You're making millions. You're making millions. You can't call up like there's ways to you don't have to take the tube. I get that it's expensive or maybe it's a long distance, but it's like you have the money. I have a friend, 
has a lot of money. Shout out to her. And I'll never forget that she took a freaking Uber from Boston to New York City. It cost her a shit ton, but she was like, I'm not taking the train. <laughs> she <laughs> found an Uber that was willing to do it, and he made a lot of money. <laughs> him, him showing he's struggling gives a better story. It makes Whatever. him look like a victim. And then there's a fan. There's a fan picture of this guy in the train with CM Punk. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Like, I look at like now with all this drama, like, I don't know if this was the case back in his time with WWE. I don't know if this is how he was there. Um, but if you look back to WWE, you know, he took the reference best in the world. That was, that was Chris Jericho was using that before. Yeah. 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 Um, he came in and, and took that phrase. Now he's calling himself the real world's champion, which is what Nick Aldis has been calling himself for like, 10 years now with the end yeah, of the Yeah, but he's the real, real because he has that belt with the X on it, Joey. <laughs> I think he's just a Twitter champ. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Joseph. So he took the train and he got lost. Yeah. Like, how do you get lost? Like, you know how Google, what kind of, is he using a flip phone? Because you can literally put things on Google Map that will give you he's step like by step like directions. Like left, right? What? You're from a city. You're Does from anybody have Chicago. A like, I get you're outside of the country, but I feel like once you lived in a city, you yeah. can find your way around any city. I'm Maybe it's because we're from New York, and once you can figure out your way in New York, like, you can't take yeah. me anywhere where I'll get lost. I will, trust me, I will figure out my way somewhere. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, 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 listen, I don't I'm, even know I'm, how we ended up talking about C. We went from Kanye's ass to CM Punk. I mean, both from Chicago, both like to make an ass out of themselves so i guess it makes Whiny, sense how we ended yeah, up here some people just don't they, they just don't keep Maybe the chicago thing <laughs> what's in the water there <laughs> poop don't you remember when you two like dropped their poop into the river and that was a whole mess <laughs> you know, all jokes aside like i i was always a fan of cm punk um and to a point i still am because like he is a good wrestler like i do enjoy his in-ring work but i it's- feel like is what? as in present time, you think what he's done in AW is good in the ring? No, no, okay, I, good. I haven't. I, I think sure. it's, just, it's just wrestling, it's not good wrestling, right? Um, there's a difference. Um, he was, you know, I think that his it, it, it may sound like harsh, but I think that his entrance is more over than him at this point. Um, people miss the theme song and they're like, oh, yeah, he comes with it, like it wasn't, I don't know, I, I. There's some things that there's there's some sort of lack of leadership somewhere, right? And I got I got chewed out on uh, on Twitter for saying that yesterday. Um, for saying what? Well, I said that uh, obviously there's a problem with CM Punk, even though he may not be at fault for this one. Maybe it is Jungle Boy, but he's always in a situation, and. There's like a pattern here with CM Punk getting into alt- altercations at a show. And it's a straight age life, man. He needs to do some drugs or some alcohol or something. He'll help. I, just, I just think that someone is scared to to put him in line. Um, and they're threatened by the idea of him walking out or the idea of him not showing up and I, I don't know. Like he's more of a liability now than he is an asset. And I think that needs to be, that needs to be uh, dealt with. Yeah. Everybody's talking about that instead of 
of the show instead of yeah. how successful it was, instead of what it means for wrestling. Um, it's either that or the freaking number. And it's like, who cares? Like, they might have inflated the number of people that were there. WWE has been doing it for like the last 30 years. That's what wrestling companies do. Yeah. They the sold, whether these people showed up or not, the sold amount of tickets is the sold amount of tickets. A lot of times it goes to scalpers that can't get them resold. You know what I mean? I will say, you did notice red shares in every angle. You did see yeah. them. But I still think there was a solid 60, 70,000 people there. Listen, for an alternative to WWE, they put on a massive show. Like, what other co- impact can't do it? NWA can't do it. All the other companies. All of us. And I don't care who wants to say, <clears throat> no, I never said that. You, you didn't say it, but you thought it. None of us thought they would sell over. I thought they were going to have half of the stadium tarped out like I did. Yeah. I did when they originally announced it. And the fact that the stadium looked that way. Yeah. But I, I just like that's I just noticed that a lot of what's coming out of it is just negativity. And it's just like yeah. I I it bothers me a little bit. You know, it's like I'm not gonna focus on the fact that you could see red shares here or there when they did the the, the landscape. I do, I, I'm not blind either. I watched the pay-per-view, I saw the red shares in every angle. But it doesn't mean that it wasn't a powerful visual for a company that's four years old. Yeah. I was I, I I wrote out a tweet yesterday, and I was honestly I was scared to, I was scared to to put it out because I don't know how people would take it and and I'll tell you here because we're here. It was something along the lines of like there's two different types of wrestling fans. There's a wrestling fan who's consumed by the CM Punk stuff, or there's a wrestling fan who is more involved about the wrestling and and mourning the losses of like Bray Wyatt and like really focusing right. on the things that matter. There's two different roads you could take. And the people that are focusing on the CM Punk nonsense and that drama, maybe uh, there's, there's wrestling fans that will sarcastically post a picture of Finn Balor in the subway and yeah. say something smart about it. Yeah. There's, there's all you can listen. We can have fun with it, like we are now. I am having fun with it. That's why I posted that. I was like, it's a shame nobody from WWE was there for Finn. Like I was thinking, and a couple of people got the reference. Other people were like, that's being on the. I've had, I actually really had a a real life moment with Jake Gyllenhaal at the Herald Square station where we were just bitching about the train being late. And I'm like, what do people, do famous people not ride the, the train on London? Because I've, I've seen a lot of celebrities on the subway in New York. You see them all the time when I used to work in the city. You don't even talk to them. You know what I mean? Like Bradley really? Cooper. Bradley Cooper was known to take the train. Yeah. Uh, Oh, what's his name? Hugh Jackman. Oh, my God. I'll never forget what I told my nephews when I first moved to New York. I told my nephew, my God, I just saw Wolverine on Subway. And he was like, well, what kind of sandwich was he having? And I was like, no, bro, the the Subway, the train, not like Subway, the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, what kind of sandwich did he order? Oh, my God, I'll never forget that. But like. (laughs) <laughs> but it's like, yeah. like, who cares if you have to take the train? Big effing deal. Stop crying. I don't Stop know if you crying. saw the pictures, but Justin Bieber was on city bike yesterday in New York City. Oh, my God. It, I saw the picture of like, and that's actually go, goes with our show of yeah. him and his wife going to Krispy Kreme. And she was like all dressed up. And, and he's he like, like the- but and everybody's like, oh, I would like leave him if he like, and I'm like, okay, but also why is she dressed like that to go to Krispy Kreme? <laughs> 
Like, I was like, they're both wrong. Yeah. Like, oh. Anyways, that's another story. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw pictures of him, like, with a hoodie, with the hood on, with a hat over the hood, riding the city bikes. I'm like, dude, just living his life. Let him be. Good for him. Yeah. He's like, he was, married to Haley. He was crying about nobody being there to, like, whatever. <laughs> I just don't understand how that's even news. No, I feel like I, I don't everything. And now it's like I, the last one I saw before we went on air was that CM Punk camp is reporting that they don't know anything about a suspension. CM Punk camp. What Larry? Is that your camp? Like the dog sent five folks to like that email? Like, stop. And you then know, like it was also reported that Jungle Boy was scheduled to take time off. So are these suspensions even a real thing? I don't know. I think someone's just making it look good. I just, I just there's an investigation stop. what do you have to investigate they were obviously witnesses <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know but i have to give credit where credit's due steve fall has been on point with his tweets like his i don't know if you saw his cm punk content as of late no but God. It, it's like cm punk walks into a restaurant and eats and I'm, it's it's been funny. He everyone's making light of it, but I saw Steve Falls and uh, kudos to him because that's some funny stuff. <laughs> oh my god! Mm. Now you're gonna have me scrolling through his. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why we ended up talking about. That. I have no idea. But... We just we were talking about Kanye West and and Crybabies, and then. <laughs> CM Punk, I don't know what happened. I don't know. <laughs> we we went there, but yeah. Listen, we love he wrestling. Took the train. What we a big wrestling. deal! Like, oh my god, I can't, I can't. Yeah, we're uh, we're just making we're we're just making fun of the drama. That's all it is. I'm waiting for it to make TMC because Brawl Out made TMC. Do you think it's? As I always as- get I always get proud when some of our drama makes it to TMC. Right now, the only wrestling thing you can find right. on TMC is obviously the Bray Wyatt stuff. Yeah. They haven't posted anything about All In or there's barely anything about AW on TMC. Actually, they cover oh. mostly uh, WWE. Well, we did had that interview with the Miss last week when they <laughs> ran into him, but uh, but yeah, I'm like kudos they- to the Miz for last night. Look at the chat. Yeah. Diva Diva being nice and buying me a birthday gift is going to make TMC. Please stop exposing me as a ninth person, Sean Rossap. <laughs> <laughs> I did buy him a birthday gift. Happy ber- happy early birthday, bud. When's his birthday? Tomorrow. What the hell? See, I don't know these things. He always be exposing me as a nice person. I try to keep this like heel persona and then he comes and tells everybody the nice things I do. Stop that shit. Really <laughs> <laughs> babe. <laughs> she knows all my thank you messages. You texted me? Hold on. <laughs> I'm so bad at the texting thing. Oh man. <laughs> I think I texted you. So- when did I last text you? I texted you something. I think I did. Did you? Shit, I had to not disturb no, on. Hold on. It does tell me that too. It says like uh, Oh you did. You did. Says, Yesterday at 348. I just now saw it. <laughs> I don't know what I texted you. I, yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you up there. It says it was delivered quietly. I was like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> it means you'll never see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, oh man, my God. what were we talking about? I don't know, but I we covered all of the topics. Uh, I watched. Um, I like how you already know what I was going to ask. 
Yeah, I watched <laughs> The Ultimatum on Netflix. There's a new season. That show is garbage. It's, pu- yeah. it's pure garbage, and I love it. Yeah, it's about couples, Joey, that one of them is getting ready to get married, and the other one isn't, right? So they give the person an ultimatum. And what they do is they bring these couples into this experiment. They break them up. They start dating each other. They find a, a trial marriage with somebody else for three weeks. And then they had to go back to the person they came with for three weeks. And at the end, they got to pick. Do you want to leave with the person you met? You want to propose or you want to leave alone? What? How toxic is that? How freaking toxic is that? I know. Imagine like going home after and you're like, so what do you want to talk about? Oh, okay, Cody Rhodes. Anyway. (laughs) And my favorite thing is like when they start like when they break, fake break up. Yeah. To start meeting the other people, they have the dates like in the same place. So it's like you and I could be talking while we watch our exes over there connect. Like I'm like, this is like the definition of toxicity. But uh, but yeah, so I watched that because I was sick yesterday and couldn't move and needed something to binge watch. And you know I'm a sucker for really crappy reality TV, it's what I live for. So shout out to Netflix for always making the worst uh love shows. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of crappy uh reality TV on, you know. It is what it is. Can- yeah, is uh, maybe I can try. It's like legalized cheating. Actually, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but this season was a lot t- more tame than others. Like other yeah. seasons, like people like really take the trial marriages a little too seriously, and then yeah. they get in. Like it's weird because you see them saying, "Oh, I don't want you to hold back." You know, like when you go into, the, I want you to like enjoy the experience, and then they find out their partner like kissed the person that they like, you know, and then yeah. they get all mad, and it's like you need to make up. Like, don't take them into that if you can't handle this. It's a mess. It's a mess, and I watched it, and maybe that's why I didn't get any better. <laughs> maybe the TV choices that I made did not help. How bad influence? <laughs> I was like, I I think I ended up throwing up more after watching a few episodes. <laughs> you know what I watched? Uh... I went down the rabbit hole on uh, I couldn't find anything to watch. Right. You're not, you, you have those nights where you're like, I want to watch something to go to sleep. And then you go on every single streaming platform that you or someone, you know, pays for. And I you just scroll and scroll and scroll. And I always and end up taking YouTube. the place of a movie. And you're like, all right, I'll just yeah. go to bed at this point. Yeah. I pay Pretty for everything. I and I always end up on YouTube, which I do have YouTube premium, but I pay for everything. And somehow I always end up on YouTube. It's because of my, in my new apartment right now, I only had the TV in the living room and I was yeah. feeling so crappy that I wanted to be in bed. And I was like, I don't feel like like getting my iPad or anything. So all I had is my phone. And for some reason, I watch YouTube on my phone. I can't watch YouTube. Maybe it's because that's how it was created. I can't really? watch YouTube on the TV. Yeah, I only watch it on my phone. I only ever watch it on TV. Wow. For my, like, for my Apple TV. So um, when you're watching me, I'm on your big screen? Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> Listen, I only watch you. <laughs> on the biggest of biggest screens. I can't. Really... <laughs> I want to see the most of you, you know? <laughs> oh, thank you, Joey. <laughs> so I was streaming. I was looking through Paramount Plus because I was like, you know what? I don't give you as much attention. Let me let me look at you a little more. than. Oh, you I've been all over it because of Big Brother and the challenge. And I clicked on the MTV portion of Paramount Plus and I scrolled down to the classic MTV and I went down the rabbit hole of watching the show Punked. No! I used to love that show. I used to love that show. I used to love Ashton Kutcher on that JT show. Was such a I watched the episode with Triple H. There was yep. an episode with Triple H. And it was just, I just 
I didn't go to bed like 3.30. Justin Timberlake crying because he thought he was going to lose everything. I will never forget that. Calling his mom. Yep. There was one where it was it was Justin Bieber. Miley, the whole thing was Miley Cyrus was going to punk Justin Bieber. But the whole idea was Justin was in on it. And they were right. going to like punk Miley. Yeah. And seeing everybody so young, I was like, Wow. Did you know that you can watch all episodes of like the next bus too on the MTV section of it? Like those really crappy shows we used to watch growing yeah. up. Yeah. They have a lot. They have a they have a, a pretty good amount on there. Punk was actually supposed to be a Red Man and Method Man show called Stung. They did a pilot on MTV and everything is still out there. Wow. I actually oh, didn't I know that. that. I didn't know that either. I'm gonna have to look it up. My favorite was Fit My Ride. Do you know why? Uh, why you know did Simon always look like he didn't want anything to do with his <laughs> I love Pin My Ride. I, Yo, that was the best. That, that was, was the best. best. You, know, you know why they stopped doing punk, right? Or why Ashton Kutcher stopped doing punk? No, why? Because every time that he would go around his friends, like they didn't know if they were getting punked or not. And he was getting like isolated in Hollywood. People oh. were like scared to be around him because they thought they were going to be filmed and punked. It's probably better off. And it was like, it was starting to affect his career. Like his, his, his acting career. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They ended up doing more, like another season or so, without him. But I think it was a guest host. He said they got ludicrous to rap over a terrible beat that they made in a crappy keyboard. <laughs> make frog yeah, rivet. I, rivet. I don't. Even, I can't even make that noise. Our frogs say cookie. That's what our frogs sound like in Puerto Rico. They're the best. Uh, but yeah, I love Pit My Ride. But like, the more that I go back and watch it, the more that I like. This made no sense. Like, why were they putting these ridiculous things on these cars? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a new show was, now. This show was not about making these kids' life better or their cars better. It was just about doing something completely crazy and outrageous. And then if you really, like, if you it. fall down the rabbit hole, like, a lot of times I would take off, like, half of the stuff that they put in. Like, yeah. or, or it wouldn't function. Or, like, there's a YouTube video out there that has millions of views. Somebody that found one of the Pimp My Ride cars in, like, a junk jar and bought it and redid it again. Like, Pimp My Ride was, was, was an era, man. I think we talked about this before, but one of the shows I never understood is uh teen mom teen mom 2 teen mom 25 oh yeah the, and they're you know all what's like 40? funny they're still on and they're still called teen they're mom. all like 40 years old and they're, they're teen not moms. 40 <laughs> <laughs> the kids are grown like now the kids teen are has been on since yeah. i was a teen Yo, you're, you're not teens anymore i'm going gray like you're and not, you're not interesting anymore. They're not freaking interesting. No. Like it's it, that no. show was weird. I I never liked it. I was like, why am I like? No. Or catfish. It, Cat, remember catfish? I love catfish. Catfish would get so ratchet sometimes. <laughs> yeah, man, they had they had a lot of good shows. Have you ever gotten a, an email somebody using your pictures? Like not from Neve, obviously, but I gotten. It's happened to me a couple of times where people are using my pictures to like catfish people. I haven't, I haven't. There was, there was, there was a me in Puerto Rico Tinder like recently that wasn't really me, which really? was using my pictures. And then somebody that knows me just sent me the screenshots, and I'm like, oh, oh, "That's not me." Yeah, like if you're gonna like catfish, like go find somebody that has like two Instagram followers. Like that's what I would do. Like you know, like if you're gonna be smart about it, like you gotta dig deep into Instagram, find somebody that has no followers. Like yeah. Not someone who has your following. I don't have that many on Instagram, but yeah. No, you you have enough where it'd be noticeable. Like it's not that that's dumb on someone's part. Twenty something thousand, yeah. Yeah, just twenty. But 
I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't look. I don't look separate. at the numbers. I never look at the numbers. If you start making it about the number, you lose your focus on what yeah. you really want to do. It, it honestly, it affects your content. I've been it down does. that road. It. it, it I it, was taking a a course not too long ago about social media management and all that, and they were like, yeah. "Oh, when you want to like advertise your brand, you need to know your engagement and your total followers across all platforms." And I'm like, "I have no idea. I don't, don't yeah. want to know." Like that's how people start getting. You know, I know I don't know what I have specifically on each platform, but I know roughly like all together what the total number is. Because that's what I use like when I when I uh, email people for like interviews or whatever. Right. Like, my total is this. Like I don't, but I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I can't tell platform. you. I can't tell you which one. Like I, it's the most engaged or where I see that I get the most results when I post. Yeah. You know, but like I don't I don't pay attention to that. Don't don't pay pay attention to the numbers, but don't pay attention to the numbers. The only numbers mm-hmm. I pay attention for is the one that has like a money symbol in front of them. Those are yeah. the only the green. You only the green. To. Yeah. We don't like anything red, just the green. <laughs> but that's <laughs> it. That's it for this week. I think we're yeah. done. You actually helped me feel better. I, yeah. I almost didn't even do the show and I feel a little I'm bit glad. better. Well, I, we'll see when I go to get up if I don't freaking fall down. But as of <laughs> right now, I feel better. Thank you, Joey, and thank you, Chat. Thank you okay. for helping me too today. We talked before the show and we were uh, we're know, down, we're down, down bad, you know. But then Charles Sav is in the show. Yeah. This is we're special today. Look at us! Look at us doing things. Ep was forty three. Forty three. We've yeah. been doing this for a while. We're besties now. Like it's crazy. So friendship brought to you by Jimmy Van. <laughs> Friendship sponsored by Jimmy Van. <laughs> he found us. Uh, we didn't even know each other know. before that. So I know that's crazy. Mm-hmm. We 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 always talk about it. we we clicked like the the second we met. It was like instant. Yep. Look at us now. It's beautiful. I love this. I love this. <laughs> Joey Nisa, the big stars of YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, move over, Mr. Beast. We we have to do one of those things where, where like we put our backs. Come on, do it, Isa. Put your back. I don't want. Oh wait, it's the other way. <laughs> <laughs> this is I so lame. We lame. look like we go to Adele concerts. Stop. That. Oh man, no. We we look like we go to Kanye concerts. <laughs> I I have. I oh, gone yeah. to too many. I gone to too many Kanye concerts. Honestly, yeah. the Jesus tour will forever be goaded. Yeah. Did you stand under the stage or like somewhere? Where I you... did. I I went. I went to the Jesus tour in Barclays MSG and Prudential oh, you did Center. Four. Yeah, and I sat at different spots at all of them. Uh, but I never got that close. The one that I got the closest was at Prudential Center because New York's cheap. We know that. Yeah. And I got like front row of like the elevated, the one hundreds or whatever they're called. So, but it was like sideways, so I could see the entire the mountain. Remember, I had that mountain yeah. in the middle of the stage. Yeah. Tanya can put on a show, man. Tanya can put on a show. He certainly can, whether it's on stage or on TMZ. Well, he's yeah. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeezy was real and breezy. I'll never, I won't get over that. that was... I don't want to hear it uh, again. Isa, thank you again for uh, an amazing show. Another amazing show. 43 shows. Just keeps getting better and better and better. Thank you to everyone in the chat. I saw a lot of... Uh, consistent names and always always the show doesn't work without the chat doesn't work without the engagement of you guys so we appreciate you your input and being a part of the show 
Uh, Issa, you know I always love you. And uh, I think that's it for today. Anything else? Let's go. No, I'm ready to go. I like, Ricky says, so time warp, uh, time warp up, kids. <laughs> Wrap it up, kids. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, again, appreciate you guys. And uh, we'll see you guys episode 44. Look at us. Next this is week. Big thing. See you guys. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.